soundstripe. Hey, all you Gen Xers and everyone else, it's Rewind to 1984. It's the first week of February 2024, so let's take a look at the charts for this week in 2024, as well as that in 1984. For some reason, the charts from last week in 2024 look exactly the same as this week, so I'm not sure if I made a mistake last week or just was too quick to the gun bit we'll go through them real quick at 10 red rum from 21 savage nine snooze from scissor eight paint the town red seven agora hills from doja cat six yes and from ariana grande five i remember everything from zach bryan four lose control from teddy swims three greedy from tate mccray two cruel summer from taylor swift in number one, Lovin' On Me from Jack Harlow. I'm vanilla, baby. I'll choke you, but I ain't no killer, baby. All right, let's take a look at the top 10 songs of 1984 for this same week. At number 10, Pink Houses from John Cougar Mellencamp. Yes, it was John Cougar, then John Cougar Mellencamp, and then John Mellencamp. At this time in 1984, it was John Cougar Mellencamp. At number nine, one of my least favorite songs we'll probably talk about this year, Think of Laura from Christopher Cross, up from number 11. At number eight, That's All from Genesis. Just as I thought it was going on. Genesis is a British rock band that formed in 1967 in Godalming, Surrey. The band has gone through various lineup changes over the years, but its most well-known and successful period was during the 70s and the early 80s, which we're talking about now, when the classic lineup included Tony Banks on keyboards, Phil Collins on drums and lead vocals, Peter Gabriel lead vocals and flute, Steve Hackett on guitar, and Mike Rutherford on bass and guitar. Later lineups after this period also featured notable musicians like Ray Wilson, Anthony Drennan, and Nir Zedegu. Genesis initially gained attention as a progressive rock band. There's that prog rock band title again, with elaborate and complex compositions characterized characterized by intricate instrumentation and conceptual storytelling. Peter Gabriel, the original lead vocalist, was known for his theatrical stage presence and elaborate costumes. Some of their early albums included Trespass in 1970, Nursery Crime in 1971, and Foxtrot from 1972. In the mid-1970s, following Gabriel's departure, Phil Collins took over lead vocal duties and the band gradually shifted towards a more mainstream and pop-oriented sound. Albums like A Trick of the Tale in 1976 and Wind and Weathering in 1977 marked this transition. 
The late 1970s and early 1980s brought significant commercial success to Genesis with albums like And Then There Were Three from 1978, Duke in 1980, and Abacab from 1981. That title, Abacab, has always thrown me for a loop. Were they trying to say Abracadabra? I always think of that when I read that Abacab title. Anyway, the band embraced a more accessible and radio-friendly sound, incorporating elements of pop, rock, and even some electronic music. One of their most successful albums, Genesis from 1983, which leads to the single we're going to talk about today, That's All. It also featured the hit Mama. Phil Collins' solo career also took off during this period, leading to a phase where he balanced his commitments to both Genesis and his solo projects. Genesis continued to release albums and tour into the 1990s and 2000s, even after Phil Collins left the band in 1996. The remaining members continued with various lineups and released albums like Calling All Stations in 1997 with vocalist Ray Wilson. In 2006, the classic lineup of Tony Banks, Phil Collins, Peter Gabriel, Steve Hackett, and Mike Rutherford reunited for a successful tour, marking the first time they had performed together since 1975. Genesis left an indelible mark on the progressive rock and pop music landscapes, and their diverse discography reflects the evolution of their musical style over the decades. Okay, on to number seven, Lionel Richie with Running With The Night. It's been a big week for me with Lionel Richie. If you have not caught the Netflix special where they are discussing the making of We Are The World, I highly recommend it. Uh, That song for all us 80s kids meant so much. uh, Seeing all those acts work together uh, to put together the song that they did for the cause that they did. Uh, The documentary is a great piece of work. A lot of the artists that were on the record were in the documentary. Um, Great to see how it was put together. The uh, backstage kind of never-before-seen footage was awesome to see as well. A couple of inaccuracies. They said that Van Halen wasn't on We Are The World because they were on tour. Uh, No, they weren't. This was created in 1985 van halen last toured as a band with david lee roth in late 1984 so it wasn't that probably more like dysfunction with van halen more on that later uh other things that were funny to note is that they picked Cindy Lauper over Madonna. I wonder if they could go back and do that ever again, if they would have chosen a different path. Not only for the careers that they had, but apparently Cindy Lauper was kind of a pain in the ass to deal with most of the night. The one line she sang, though, good job, Cindy. Okay, at number six, I guess that's why they call it the blues, down from number four from Elton John. At number five, Holden Steady, Break My Stride from Matthew Wilder. At number four, up from number six, is Joanna from Cool in the Gang. At number three, same spot as last week, Talking in Your Sleep from The Romantics. At two, down from number one, Yes with Owner of a Lonely Heart. And the new number one song is Karma Chameleon from Culture Club. 
Chameleon, the lyrics of the song explore themes of deception and change with the karma chameleon, symbolizing the idea that one's actions will eventually catch up with them. The music video for Karma Chameleon is also notable for its vibrant and colorful aesthetic, reflecting the eclectic and flamboyant style of Culture Club and, of course, Boy George. The video features a variety of costumes and settings, emphasizing the band's unique visual identity. Unique visual identity. That's an interesting way of putting it. In 1984, we just did not know what to make of Boy George at that time. As a kid looking at Boy George and what he was throwing down, you just did not know what to make of it. But you took the music for what it was, and the music was pretty damn good. Karma Chameleon topped the charts in the United States and the United Kingdom. It remains one of Culture Club's most well-known and enduring songs, and it has been featured in various films, TV shows, and commercials over the years. The success of Karma Chameleon contributed significantly to Culture Club's popularity during and throughout the 1980s. And like I said in a previous episode, I did have the opportunity to take my wife to see Culture Club um, probably about five years ago, and they still put on an amazing show. Uh, Boy George's voice holds up, and it was entertaining for all of us Gen Xers. So if you have the opportunity, go check it out. All right, top movies of this week in 2024. At number 10, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, down from number 8. At number 9, Poor Things. At number 8, American Fiction. And number seven, Falling Down, Anyone But You. At six, Mean Girls. Five, Migration. Four, Wonka. Jason Statham and The Beekeeper only stayed at number one for one week, falling to number three. And number two, The Chosen. And at number one, debuting Argyle, a reclusive author who writes, writes espionage novels about a secret agent and a global spy syndicate realizes the plot of the new book she's writing stars mere real-world events in real time. This one looks interesting. Have not seen it yet, but I'm interested in going and checking it out, which I can't say for most of the rest of the top 10. I do have the beekeeper, so hoping to see that this week, and maybe I'll let you know what I think of it. All right, this week at the movies in 1984, and this, I will go ahead and admit, was not the strongest week ever for movies, um, but I promise you it's going to get better here very, very quickly. At number 10, The Lonely Guy with Steve Martin. At number 9, Star 80. I don't remember if I saw this movie or not. I do recall seeing the cover in blockbuster videos all the time. I actually thought it was a porn movie. Something about that cover was just weird. Anyhow, at eight, Sudden Impact. Seven, Yentl. At six, Hot Dog the Movie. At five, debuting Weekend Pass. Don't recall this one. I will have to check it out and see what it's all about. Uh, four, Never Cry Wolf. Three, Reckless. And this one has Miss Splash herself. 
and it's set in a high school environment. So I'll have to maybe check that out if I can find it this week and see what it's all about. Maybe provide uh, some info on it. At number two, down from number one last week, Silkwood and back on top. Jack's back on top. Terms of Endearment, back on top. So that's the movies this week in 1984. Like I said, not the best week of movies that we're going to see this year, 1984. This week in 1984. But I promise you, it's going to get real, really improved really quickly here. So just hold tight. That'll do it for Rewind to 1984 this week. Please remember to stop.